the volume. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. The Colin Coward Podcast, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more during the Super Bowl than with FanDuel. New users bet five bucks and win 280 in cash on either team to win. FanDuel's America's number one sportsbook. It's safe and secure. It's easy to use. And it's fun to combine multiple bets from time to time on their same game parlays. Really easy. Bet a little. Win a lot. Discover the most popular same-game parlays each day, each night when you log in. How do you do that? Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, sign up with the promo code Colin, let them know I sent you. The Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Hi, everybody, and welcome in. I think you'll love today's podcast. I really do. Dave Wanstat, coach the Bears, his thoughts on their new coach. I don't love it. His thoughts on the Dolphins and Brian Flores, he used to coach him. His thoughts on Mike McCarthy's clock management issues. I think you'll find it fascinating. Plus the transfer portal and Jim Harbaugh. He's got the inside scoop. He and Harbaugh have been close for years. But first, fake questions, real answers. There's stuff I want to talk about and don't want to wait for you to ask me the question. Dear Colin, Why didn't things work out between Harbaugh and the Vikings? He appeared to have the job. Well, I think one of the things that is key here, older generations in coaching were taught, head down, work hard, stay in the office 13 hours a day minimum, stay in your cubicle till you earn that corner office, nose to the grindstone. The younger generation of coaches, you hear things like create a comfortable open workspace. And a key word is, collaboration. Right now, people view collaborators. Jim Harbaugh, older generation, not really a collaborator. Brian Flores fired three coordinators in three years, not known as a great collaborator. 
Again, Brian Flores is very much old school. What's attractive about Sean McVay and Matt LaFleur and Zach Taylor, they're seen as collaborators. They work well with the GM and the owner and the executive offices and the players and the veterans and the young guys. Right now, Sean McVay, his coaching tree already has five current coaches in it because like McVay, they're all collaborative. Dear Colin, you'd think billionaires would be smart. Can you explain why an NFL owner and possibly two could consider paying a head coach to lose games? Well, I think they're smart guys. I think it's hard to be a billionaire if you're dim. But we all know that wealth gives you certain advantages. You can travel on a private jet. Uh, you can have people do things for you. You could have people walk your dog, wash your car, shop for food, go to the DMV. There's a lot of advantages. Your grandchildren, your children, educational opportunities. We know there's a lot of positives with wealth. The downside, you lose touch with reality. And because you can buy your way in and out of things like discomfort, you start thinking money is the answer for everybody's happiness. The idea that you would offer a coach money to lose games, especially an African-American coach, in this case, Hugh Jackson or Brian Flores, where statistically it's hard enough to get a job, forget being fired for losing games and getting a second job. I think money sometimes at a billionaire's level distorts reality, like Jeff Bezos, who has thousands and tens of thousands of warehouse workers flaunting his wealth on a yacht. Doesn't mean he's dumb. He's lost touch with common sense and the lives of everyday people. Stephen Ross's value system is clearly not the same as Brian Flores. Brian Flores has been in this league for two decades. He's been a grinder. He values integrity and trust and a locker room of men who have to believe in him. If the word got out that he was tanking games, he would never be viewed by players the same. Stephen Ross and Brian Flores clearly had different values and beliefs. Dear Colin, what's the college football story that everyone should be talking more about? You know what I think is fascinating about the transfer portal? If you ask people about their favorite shows ever, Sopranos, Narcos, Ozark, I loved Mindhunter. One of the reasons that succeeded with me, and I couldn't wait to watch not only the first year, but the second year and the third year and the fourth year, is because those stories year to year were building like a dynasty in sports. Could the Bulls, Michael Jordan, get past ever the Pistons and Isaiah Thomas and Bill Lambeer? Could Magic beat Bird or Bird beat Magic? Would Manning finally beat Brady because Brady's beating Manning? What makes sports great is not just the individual championship. It is the dynasty and the story arc of great teams and players battling each other year after year after year. It's the same with television. True Detective was a show where it was a one-off. You have a story, and then the second year, 
everybody changes. The cast, the story, it didn't work. It was a transitional show. That's what's happened to college basketball. The minute you meet a young star, a Ja Morant or a Zion Williamson, by the next year, he's a pro. I get one month of him in March, and then I have to start over again. It's true detective. What makes the NBA at its best great was that yin and yang, back and forth, that seesaw relationship between magic on the West Coast, bird on the East Coast, the great Michael Jordan, the bad boys in Detroit. How long would Steph Clay and Draymond and KD last? How long would the Heatles? The Heatles lost to Dallas year one. Then LeBron wins his title year two. Then they repeat in year three. Then they're a big disappointment in year four. And the ratings keep going up. One-offs are not good for business in sports. That's what college basketball is and why the sport has died. I worry about college football similarly becoming too transactional. Players constantly changing year to year, quarterbacks constantly changing. It's the old Seinfeld line. Am I rooting for laundry? I think sports, if you look at the most popular teams ever, Jordan's Bulls, Kareem and Magic, the Showtime Lakers, those recent Warriors, I am for players having the right to transfer. But do you really think it's good to transfer in a season? Do you really think it's okay for a quarterback to transfer three or four times? I mean, if I told you McVay and Stafford were on the Ravens in two weeks, is that good for the league? What about the Rams? Transactional does empower the athlete. But these are all businesses, including college football and college basketball. And what has killed college basketball, it has become true detective, a one-off. And frankly, the reason you love Narcos and love The Sopranos and love Ozark is because the repetitive nature and the story arc and the drama keep building and building and building. Colin, what is your most controversial take ever? Oh, I'll tell you what it is. I do not believe in UFOs. I know, I know, you've got to be very arrogant to believe we're the only creatures in the universe. All right, I've been called arrogant before, so be it. I saw a story yesterday, Area 51 in Vegas, where they spotted an aircraft that had never been spotted before. Well, what do you know? Much like the stealth, our government's been working on a project for probably close to a decade, and we finally get a picture of it. Let me ask you, where did they do the test flights? Is it possible over the Atlantic, over the Pacific, where we have Pentagon video of spacecraft without wings, not your usual jet propulsion? Folks, they got to fly these puppies somewhere. Governments, not just ours, head to the oceans. You ever notice how often we're getting these pieces of incredible video over the oceans? You ever think it's our aircraft being tested? This is what happened to the stealth. I used to work at a Las Vegas TV station. 
The reporter who broke the story was Dan Burns. For years and years, there were reports of UFOs over the desert, triangle-shaped. No, it was Area 51. Our government was working on the stealth. Our government's got to test our stuff. Where are they testing it? Not in broad daylight over L.A. They're testing it at night over the Pacific. I don't even think this is a controversial take. This is like saying Joe Burrow's a good quarterback. There's no such thing as UFOs. Have you ever thought about this? Neil deGrasse Tyson always says this. With all the amateur astronomers in the world on their telescopes, why is the video always Earl in West Virginia on his cell phone seven Milwaukee lights in? It's always fuzzy. It's always shaky. It's always a guy on a date in his car, a few beers in yelling, the hell is that? Really, none of the amateur astronomers ever have video? There's literally video of everything in the world. In fact, I'll give you an example. Mm, this is a great Diet Coke. There's video of that. There's video of everything. Yet UFO video is always fuzzy. It's never a guy with a $7,000 telescope. He's got iPhone 3. We're on iPhone 13, maybe 28. He's got iPhone 3. It's fuzzy. It's a Frisbee. I, I think I see Hasbro on it. I mean, come on. FanDuel Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. To celebrate, new customers can bet five bucks and win 280 in cash on either team to win. But you got to use the promo code Colin when registering. That's right. You'll get winnings in cold hard cash because we know cash is always better than free bets. You'll love FanDuel Sportsbook. Also, by the way, FanDuel Sportsbook now live in Louisiana. Tons of Super Bowl props. Same game parlays are great. Combine small bets for bigger wins. Again, don't miss your chance. Five bucks into 280 in cash. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Promo code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia, or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund, 10 bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook. FanDuel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Jersey, and Virginia. Or call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789. Or go to 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone Tires. 
Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, my buddy Dave Wonstadt, Super Bowl 27 defensive coordinator with Jimmy and the Cowboys, also Bears, Dolphins head coach, playoff appearances, Pitt Panthers head coach. He's now joining us. Well, holy hell, your Dolphins. <laughs> oh, my God, these allegations. So you had Wayne Huizinga, and all these billionaires have their issues. But, you know, it's funny, Coach, when I heard um, Brian Flores' allegations, my takeaway was, and by the way, Hugh Jackson made the same allegations with his owner, Jimmy Haslam. And, you know, Dave, my takeaway was we always talk about there's eight or nine really great quarterbacks in the NFL. And I always think, well, there's only about eight or nine great owners in the NFL. You know, there's a lot of squirrely guys out there and squirrely families doing things. When you heard Brian Flores' accusations, did you immediately dismiss them? Or is part of you thinking, oh, yeah, I've had three different ownership groups. I could see it. Well, I, um, I'll be honest with you. I mean, he came, I thought he came across very, uh, very believing. You know, yeah. I, I don't know Brian. I've never met him. But I guess the more I thought about it, I mean, I don't know if an owner would really know who the best quarterback in the draft is. You know, I mean, uh, really, I mean, think about some of these guys. They they don't know. Uh, only if somebody's telling them. So it'll be very interesting. I mean, it's really uh, a, a sad day on both accounts. You know, the, the allegations, obviously, that Brian's making, but also uh, that, that he's making against an owner in the NFL. I mean, in today's world, 
um, with everything going on and, and the betting world becoming such a big part of it and points and, and, you know, and, and to lose games. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a mess. It, it's really bothersome. And I, I've got a lot of friends over there, as you know, you mentioned, um, you know, no, nobody's really talking. No one's saying anything. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot more people involved in different conversations. You know, Chris Greer is the general manager. I brought Chris on board when I was the head coach here. It's a scout for me. I, I think the world of Chris. His dad was a long time, one of the most respected scouts uh, in the National Football League back in the day. And, and Chris, uh, uh, you know, and he's the general manager. So I, I don't know. Uh, you know, his name hasn't been mentioned on either side at this point. So there's going to be a lot more people that have uh, information and have opinions on which way this went. It's it's just a shame. Now, you know what? I, if I get the whole thing about the the hiring process and I would be upset, too. I mean, if I was going in to interview for a job and find out in any profession and find out that somebody already had the job, that would be very disappointing to me. And I would be upset about it. As far as getting released because you had two winning seasons, you know, I mean, I, I had, I averaged 10 wins a year at Miami. So don't go. I never lost a season at all. So I, I can't go there. Jimmy Johnson was pushed out of Dallas after winning a Super Bowl. So, you know what I mean? So, so no, really. So let's not, let's not say because two winning seasons that, uh, that, that you can't be fired. Any coach, anywhere. There's a lot of things that go into it. and um, But the whole interview process, I get that. And I, I would be very disappointed, too, if I thought that I was in there interviewing and, and, and trying to sell myself and trying to get this job, knowing that somebody else already had it and mine was just uh, uh, just window dressing, as they say. So I, I get that part of what Brian's saying. I really do. If an owner came to you, and said, Dave, it's your first NFL job, Miami. I'll give you a hundred grand. Just lose the last three or four games. What would be your reaction immediately? My my reaction would be I would lose the locker room, and you might as well fire me because uh and, and I kind of my tenure, it's funny you say that, little different circumstances, but our owner, God rest him, Wayne Heisinga. Uh, we started off slow. That's the year Ricky Williams. And he wanted to start because of some outside opinions, which Wayne never did. He wanted to make some quarterback changes and so start playing some younger players. And, and what ended our relationship, I said, I cannot do that. I says, I will lose the locker room. Jason Taylor, Zach Thomas, Sam Madison, no. I, I, even though this guy is struggling right now, Jay, you know, our quarterback, Jay Fiedler, as an example, we, we got to stay the course, Wayne, because I'll lose the locker room because this is who these teams believe in. So I, I always go back to my players. How am I going to get my players to play hard for me? How am I going to get the most out of my players? And I think that, you know, I think that's what Brian Flores alluded to, you know, that, that I have a responsibility to, to you, yes, as the owner, but and it, and that ended my job. That ended my job at the Dolphins. And uh, basically, you know, Mr. Isinga said, "Well, that's you're the, he's the boss, and this is what you want to do. Then it's it's not going to work, and it didn't work." So uh, you know, it sounds like 
different circumstances, obviously. It had nothing right. to do with, with winning and losing, throwing games or any of that stuff or no money or anything. But still, where, where the owner wanted the head coach to do something that um, – and the head coach is thinking about those players. I mean, how am I going to get these guys to, to give everything they got every week and lay it on a line if, uh, if, if I'm not doing that by the plays being called or the people, you know, who are playing or however you were going to try to do that? I have no idea. But uh, I get Brian Floyd's point because I kind of lived it to a different, different degree. Listen, if you go to the last five years, there's been a handful of really good hires. Uh, Sean McDermott, Mike Vrabel, Kyle Shanahan. Sean McVay, Matt LaFleur. I'm not disputing that. But I went over the last 20 years and coach about 15% of these hires last. So there is something weird about the hiring process. I'll give you an example. So if I was the New York Giants, <laughs> I hired Ben McAdoo, never been a coach, bombs. Joe Judge, Kelly, never been a coordinator, bombs. I would have thought as an owner, I'm going to go get somebody who's been a coach. And they went with a coordinator again. Forget Brian Flores for a second. The last guy that worked in New York, Tom Coughlin, like Flores, had been a head yep. coach. I am surprised that Jim Caldwell, Doug Peterson, Jason Garrett, they're rarely getting interviewed. Are you a little yep. surprised? I mean, Jason Garrett, nine and a half years, Dave. He had one losing season. He didn't get a sniff on any job. What do you make of that? Well, you know, I thought about that too. Doug Peterson, I thought would be a guy that would, would be the first guy off the list. Same. I mean, just Same. because of, I, I know Doug, I know his personality. I mean, I think the players enjoyed looking, uh, playing for him. He gets the big picture. He was a quarterback. I mean, what, what are you looking for? You know, the interesting thing, you as you were naming those head coaches, I was naming their quarterbacks in my mind. <laughs> Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you know, which we all know has a lot to do with it. And these guys are all very good coaches. That's I'm not I'm, I'm not, you know, re removing that from from our conversation. I'm just saying that most of them have pretty good teams. And I think, you know, everybody kind of falls into that. You know, Sean McVay mode that we can get a guy and 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 I can ha I can have a better relationship with him and I can make him kind of my guy as compared to a guy that's a head coach right. and wants to do some more things his way. Sure. Uh, I, I you know uh, Jason Garrett is interesting too because you know I th I think you know guys used to get jobs and get interviews at least get it every Al Davis interviewed almost every head coach because he wanted to fire, he wanted the information from the from the club that the guy was with. Tell me everything about the Dallas Cowboys. How does Jerry do this? How do you, you know, so when you got an established head coach for that long a period as a Jason Garrett, I'm really surprised that he's not getting interviews just to get these other general managers and owners to get information from yeah, him, right? Yeah, no, I, it, the whole process is screwy to me. I don't even get it. I, I It is interesting, though, Dave, that we have 19 of 32 coaches are now offensive. It'll probably be 21 or 22 when it's all over. Um, yep. The last four coaches were offensive. Sean McDermott and Mike Vrabel are really outliers. They're really defensive young coaches that are winning games. If you were a general manager, even with your defensive background, 
would you think to yourself, boy, if it's a coin flip, I got to go offensive guy here? Well, here's the only concern. And, and, I'll, and, and I, I never got to that point. But when I went to the Bears, I hired Ronnie Turner, you know, Norris' brother, who I'd worked with at USC as my offense coordinator. And uh, we're winning nine games. We go to the playoffs. We win a playoff game. The next year, he gets the head job at University of Illinois. And I, I made this comment when uh, the Bears hired Matt Eberflaws because he is a defensive guy. Great comes from the Colts, solid deal, everything. His numbers, you know, he has done a great job with the, with the Colts defense. But, you know, he, he, he hired Luke Getze from Green Bay right. to be his offensive coordinator at the Bears. And maybe there's something to, if the team has success, Everybody is going to want to hire Luke Getzey. Yes. You're the guy that got Justin Fields squared away. So now I got to go find another offensive coordinator where if you do hire an offensive guy, you know, the quarterback's the top priority. He's going to get him squared away. He's going to be overseeing. You know, I just think that the, the defensive coaches in this league do not get nearly the respect nowadays. It may be what they did in the past. I mean, when I got my job, I mean, there was Belichick and there was Parcells. I mean, you know, I could go down. There, there was a lot more defensive mentality coaches. Uh, and that's not the way it is today. And, and I just think it's because these owners want to get a guy that they can have for 10 years and know that we're going to have our quarterback for 10 years and the defense, they can figure that out later. Well, also, there's something to think about. The league, the greatest fear Roger Goodell has as commissioner, I heard him say this, was a player dying on the field. So they're trying to make the game safer. What does that mean? Not as many tough hits. What does that mean? Yeah. It's more offensive. It used to be, Dave, you maybe had one receiver on a roster who was willing to go over the middle, Michael Irvin for the Cowboys, and take shots. Hell, that middle of the field now, that's all offense. That is all offense. Yeah. And so I do think the league is trying to get safer. That hurts the defense. I also think sports gambling and fantasy football – when offensive players shine, the TV ratings go up. You have greater relationships as a fan with quarterbacks, backs, receivers, because you get points. And so I, I think the league, as it grows, is leaning offensive, and the ratings indicate it works. So I think you can, I think you can work with a defensive coach. Let's talk about the Bears. Eberflus. Here's what I worry about. Never been a head coach. First-time play caller as a coordinator. First-time GM, only work with the Kansas City Chiefs, and Justin Fields was really rocky in year one. Boy, Dave, there's a lot of firsts there. Aren't you a little concerned? I am. For all the reasons you said are legitimate, but maybe the best thing is if Aaron Rodgers leaves and Minnesota is all upside down right now, right? New head coach, new general manager. So I think that will give the Bears – the Bears are going to accumulate some wins, in my opinion, just because of what's going on in their division. They're going to have a chance to make some strides if Aaron Rodgers leaves. And who knows what's going to happen at Minnesota? Kirk Cousins, are they going to be starting over? We don't know. And I'll tell you, Detroit today just hired Matt Nagy. Now, you talk about oil and water. Is that the expression? <laughs> right? Matt Nagy is now the new offensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions. And you talk about a guy that, you know, lacked running the ball. And uh, Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell, all he wants to do is run the ball. <laughs> so that's going to be real. That's going to be real interesting. I mean, that seems to be a, 
that's amazing fit right there. It truly is. Well, Dan's old school, Matt's new school. Yep. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, you're a Pittsburgh guy. I'm going to throw this at you. Nobody currently with the Steelers, that's a playoff roster. You have exceptional receiving talent, Dante Johnson, Chase Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster. You have a rookie tight end who looks like he could be a star. Najee Harris, I thought he was better than I suspected. The defense has led the NFL in sacks for five years, and Mike Tomlin is a Hall of Fame coach. You have historically a very good front office. You do not have a quarterback in that room that is good enough to win multiple playoff games. Let me throw this at you. You run the Steelers. You're from Pittsburgh. Jimmy Garoppolo, two years. 
Haskins behind him. We will draft a quarterback over the next two years or make a deal for one. But because of Jimmy Garoppolo's injury history, Dave, you don't have to give up much for him. In fact, if the Niners could get Joe Hayden a corner for Garoppolo in a fifth round pick, that may be it. Because I believe Garoppolo. Listen, Kyle Shanahan's record is awful without him. You can say what you want, Dave. If you have surrounding talent, you can win a lot of games with Jimmy. I've got proof. Would you give him a role for two years knowing his injury history? Um, I I would because of the situation that Pittsburgh is in. Um, I don't, you know, I agree with you. Mason Rudolph and Haskins, I don't think they believe any of those guys can play. Uh, they definitely have to sign someone or draft them. Here, here's the biggest problem I have with that thought is the San Francisco runs the ball and they take, they, they run an offense, in my opinion, that's about as quarterback friendly as anybody in the NFL. Yeah. Right? Pittsburgh, even with Najee Harris, the running back, who I think is a star, they, they really haven't committed to running the football. I know they did the last game or two, but leading into the last four games of the season, they were in the bottom four with number of attempts. So I, I think it could be disastrous for Jimmy Garoppolo to go to a team like Pittsburgh or anywhere where they are not going to be a at least a balanced run team, at least a balanced run team. Uh, otherwise, you're not being fair to him. You're not being fair to your team. He's got to be in a quarterback-friendly offense for a couple of years until you get somebody younger and, and, and move on down the road. That would be my opinion. Maybe not as much with Jimmy. We know what we get with Jimmy. Yeah. But how are we going to protect him? How are we going to make give him the best chance to be successful? We got to run the but it's got to be a quarterback friendly offense, just like San Francisco does. You know what I mean? And uh, I'd love, boy, it's hard for me to even say that Pittsburgh might not be that type of team because everybody up there since since I was born talked about running the ball and being physical, but it it sure heck hasn't happened the last couple of years. I want to talk about another team you know. So we've talked Dolphins. Bears, Steelers. Let's go to the Cowboys. Those four teams you have great insight on. Not that you don't otherwise, but those four. So I have seen multiple occasions where Mike McCarthy struggles with clock management. He's an offensive guy. I understood Herm Edwards as a defensive guy for years, kind of struggling with clock management. Take me to your career. I don't remember Dave Wonstadt struggling with clock management. Um, In the case of Mike McCarthy, I almost wonder if he should, if they should take it out of his hands. I think at one point, Herm Edwards hired somebody to worry about clock management. For you, in your career, because you were a guy that you kind of let the offense, you wanted to run the football, but you you were what I would call a walk-around coach. You went from unit to unit. You coached coaches. Um. Is clock management that difficult? Well, we did. I'll tell you, my first year up there, because I uh, I knew the responsibility that I had, we took one half a day at training camp with the entire staff, and I had my young coaches pull out every two-minute drill, successful and not and non-successful, as the NFL had. And we put them on a tape, and we came out of that meeting with, 
what are teams doing well? Uh, when did they start using their timeouts? In other words, like the John Montana's and Dan Marino's, the best in the business back then. I mean, Montana was the best. And they didn't even, Bill Walsh, they didn't think of calling a timeout unless there was 45 seconds or less. They would let it go. So if there was a minute, they were running plays. And so we came up with a, a, a script of this is when we want to call the timeouts. This is when we don't. Uh, and obviously, this is when we can take the knee with one timeout, with two timeouts. So, so it was not anybody up there or me trying to think about it. I mean, we, we had it documented. And, uh, and yes, there are some gut decisions. I'm not saying that, you know, depending on the score of the game. I get that. But um, – and then, then, then the – so I always had – it was like Mike Shula was my quarterback coach. And he was my tight end coach at the Bears. He was my quarterback coach at the Dolphins. And Mike was really smart, and he, he was my guy. That when we got down to that situation, Mike, how many plays do we got to run before we can run the clock out? Mike, coach, we're coming up on a minute. We got to get ready for the no hurry. I mean, he was always the guy, and, and, and I welcomed that. Now, I had a philosophy, too, that when we were not going to give the team the ball back before the half. I don't give a darn. I mean, if, if there was two minutes, I'd take a knee. And, and before I take a chance of dropping back and throwing three incomplete passes and, 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 and giving Brett Favre the ball at the 45-yard line and let them kick a field goal. I didn't. I wanted to go in with the momentum at halftime. That was just my personal okay, philosophy. Okay, so that's interesting. So Andy Reid, mm-hmm. he, with five seconds left, see, I didn't like it, and I love Andy, runs a play. And my takeaway is this. I want the field goal. I want to go into the locker room with a 24-3 lead and my guy's going, we got him. And I want the Bengals going into the locker room thinking, you know, Dave, I didn't like it at all. And I love Andy. What did you make of it? 100% agree with you. I mean, that was a, for me, the way I would look at it, I'm, I'm with you 100%. I mean, you want to go in in a big game like that. You're always trying to keep the momentum. Yes. Particularly when you got the lead. Particularly when you got the lead. You want to you want to keep keep your foot on the pedal. How can you best keep your foot on the pedal? Get three more points. You know, create that separation even more so. Uh, no, I agree with you on that. But so 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 I never really had a problem with 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 clock management because I had someone who we had talked everything through. And we knew what we wanted to do from a philosophy standpoint. And they knew me. I mean, you know, I remember Chan Gailey and we get the ball at Miami and there'd be two minutes to go. And I said, let's run it and go in at halftime. You say, you sure? You sure you don't want to throw a pass here? And, and I said, nope, let's you, you know, if they want to use their timeout, but, but we got the lead or it's tied, let's go in at halftime and regroup. I, I was conservative and, Another reason why I'm sitting here talking to you and probably not coach, <laughs> but, but but that's just what I believed in because we trust me, it worked out in our favor a heck of a lot more than it didn't. So Jim Harbaugh interviews for the Vikings job, doesn't get it, goes back to Michigan on signing day, by the way, Dave, you have a rare perspective and so would Jimmy. You coach college and pro. Right now, there are there is more structure and control over personnel in the NFL with millionaires than there is with college due to the transfer portal. 
And I believe you you can't have any in-season integrity with your roster. A player could leave week to week. Like in the NFL, you've got a trading deadline and a free agency yep, period. Yep. I I think part of Harbaugh, maybe it's a small part. I think this transfer portal is so out of control with no guardrails. I think you're going to see more college guys, my opinion, go pro. I think Harbaugh wants to get back to the NFL. I think he wanted the Vikings job. Oh, I, I know. I, I've been correspondent. In fact, I was texting with Jim last night. You know, I, I, I wanted to see the Bears interview him. And I said this on, and I got everything, buddy, in Chicago started up a month ago. And I said, you know, I said, you don't have to hire him, but I, boy, I would bring Jim in and talk to him. And my big thing with Jim Harbaugh, and maybe people look at the offense he runs as a dinosaur offense, old school, but at least when Jim walks in the door, you, there's an identity there. Yes. You know what you're getting, right? So, but Bears had no interest. And he played for Bill Polian, and Bill Polian was part of, that, part of the selection committee. Okay, fine. So then the whole thing was signing day. I said this on the air uh, Tuesday morning in Chicago on my radio show. I said, guys, Jim is going to Minnesota. It's over. And he told me that, Mr. Ross, this is a month ago, you know, because of the Michigan thing that he was not going to do anything in Miami. He didn't feel good about that. But I said he's going to Minnesota. You know how big signing day is? And I know most of these kids are signed early. But signing day is kind of the one day yeah. where college coaches are high-fiving each other up and down the halls. Bring in a, they bring in big breakfast, and, and the recruits are calling in, and you're putting the names up on the board. This is our new depth chart. It's an exciting – and then that night you go out, and all the alumni have rallies, and the head coach says, this is our final class. National signing day is a real exciting, important time. And for Jim not to be there, I, I, I mean, I, they they love him, and I obviously I love Jim. But boy, I tell you what, a lot of places he would have, that would have been a real problem. That you're up at interviewing the night before on signing date. I mean, that's it's different. But uh, he's back and he's fired up. He texted me last night. He's full of enthusiasm, ninety miles an hour. So here we go. It, 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 it that was a strange one though. And, and if, if for NFL people, they might not be able to digest how important this college signing day is. And the other thing, too, you know, I talked to Pat Narduzzi, the head coach of Pitt. He called me last, uh, about 10 days ago because he hired uh, Frank Shignetti, an offensive coordinator who I had at Pitt. We were talking about Frank. And he says now, he said, it's to the point where he has to recruit. I says, well, when can these guys not leave? And they got Addison, the little receiver who yeah. won the Blitnikoff Award. Yeah. And this kid is being recruited for this NIL, you know, likeness thing. And and teams are trying to, you know, talk him into leaving. And uh, it, it came out today. Narduzzi said it today that last year at this time, Notre Dame was trying to get Kenny Pickett to transfer. I mean, that's not right. You know what I mean? That's, that, that's, you shouldn't have to recruit these kids three times. One time to get them. One time to to make sure that no one else steals them and one time to keep them from going in the draft. I mean, it's getting to be, it's tough. Coach, just so much insights. You are the most well-connected con- man in showbiz. I love it. I ask you a question, I get an answer every time. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, there's there's some, the last few days have been very interesting days, you know, in National Football League and college football too. I mean, but, uh, and then Michigan ended up, I got to say this, because I'm a Michigan fan. I mean. 
they ended up number eight in the country in recruiting <laughs> without your head coach there. I mean, yeah. I mean, I said, I used to stand by that. And, and, and my daughters laughed at me because I used this on my radio show. I said, used to stand by the fax machine and they texted me, dad, there's no more the fax machines are no longer, <laughs> but I used to stand there. Sure. You could send the let you could send the letters in at seven o'clock and I would stand by that fax machine like a 10 year old kid at Christmas waiting for those letters to come in. <laughs> That's how. That's what a big deal it was. I know. I'm, Great seeing you, coach. Go interview. I, I don't no. know. All right. See ya. Great stuff. <laughs> that's so good. Okay. The volume. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, Start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.